All right, so today we're going to be diving into when is the right time to actually run Facebook or Instagram ads. So if that question is on your mind right now, we're going to address it and really give you some important things to think about before you start running ads. Now, you're joined here by Dave and myself, and we run ads. We're running ads right now. We teach our clients to run ads. And so there's a lot of stuff here that we're actually doing ourselves that we're going to share with you. And we've been running ads for the best part of five years now. Okay. So a couple of things that we're going to cover today is what you need to know before running these ads, whether that's on Facebook, whether that's on Instagram, we're going to share with you some costly mistakes that we made personally in the early days of, of running ads and some of the biggest lessons from generating millions in coaching sales for ourselves and clients via Facebook and Instagram ads. And um, we've also started playing around with some, some other ads too. But all these principles are going to apply to, to really any type of ads that you're going to run if you plan on maybe doing that in the future. Now, for those of you who haven't seen Dave recently inside the community, he is my business partner. We've known each other since university. We went and did a real estate degree in Sheffield um, many years ago. And then later on, we'd go on to set up a succession of businesses, which we run right now to this day. And he's an integral part in our remote coaches academy program where he helps our clients with tech systems automation and really helping any of our guys in there who are running ads and and really just making sure that he's saving them time energy and effort when it comes to the technical side of building their business so i'm not going to pretend to be the technical expert on this call it's very much dave like he's phenomenal at really understanding how to get the most out of tech out of ads out of all those things manages a lot of big accounts and equally is teaching this stuff on an ongoing basis. So loads to be learned here. Now let's get into it and let's touch on really some of the things that you would need to be thinking about before running a Facebook or an Instagram ad. And Dave, Dave's going to kick us off. He's going to talk us through the first, first thing. And then we're just going to go one for one and just share some things with you that are really important before getting started. So Dave, kick us off. Yes, the first thing that I always want to see is that you're already making sales organically and you've really proven your offer because the two reasons, one, you've obviously got cash flow coming into the business that you can reinvest back into ads. And also you're then running ads to something that's already proven. Whereas if you're running into it and it's a brand new offer, you're not then going to know whether it's the offer that's not working or it's the ads. So yeah, I always want to see that there's organic sales there and that offer is proven. I think you said an important point there about the cash flow as well, because a lot of people start ads with like a very small budget and they can't sustain the ads. And so before they've even optimized to find the right leads, they're having to turn them off because there's no cash flow coming into the, the business to actually sustain it. So what we like to teach people is let's make some cash flow first organically using three free methods. And then from there, it's like the accelerant on top to then scale the business even further. So Really important point there. The other thing that I would mention when it comes to like cash flow is make sure you've got the right price point. So if you're looking to run ads for let's say a $10 offer or a 12 pound offer or even something that's like 50, 60, 70 pounds, then it's actually really difficult to make those ads work because it's going to cost you more than that typically to actually acquire the client. So you're not even going to make any money in the first month, maybe not even the second month, and maybe no money at all if the offer price point is too low. For example, right, we have clients 
who sell 12 week or 16 week programs. And I really wouldn't advise them to start running ads if their program price is, let's say, 500 pounds or 600 pounds, because they're probably going to have to spend around 200 pounds, maybe a little bit more just to acquire a client, which is almost like 30, sometimes 50% of their program price. And so you really want to be at the right price point to actually absorb the cost of acquiring a customer by ads. So if you're just starting out, price point's not very high and you're just getting into ads or you're running a very cheap offer, it's really difficult to make that work. With ads, you want to make sure that your price is high enough to sustain the ads. Do you want to hit the next one, Dave? Yeah, and this ties into both the first and second point. And it's really that Facebook ads is used as an accelerator not an initiator. So what do I mean by that? It's really used to, to scale. So if you're looking to get more leads, book more calls and make more sales, and you're already doing all those organic methods and your price is, uh, your product is priced correctly, then you can really start to turn Facebook ads and start to see predictable leads come in and, and really scale the business to that next level. So if you've got like a revenue target you want to hit and you can invest that money into Facebook ads, this is where Facebook ads can be really good to accelerate your business to that target. It's not used just when you're starting out and just to initiate your business to try and get to like some extra cash flow. Because like we've mentioned, you don't have the cash flow to re-inject yet. So you basically want to use Facebook ads to accelerate your business and scale it. Yeah, great point. The other one I like to really make sure people are thinking about before they start running ads is you can generate a thousand leads, okay? And you could spend all this money on ads and have all these people wanting to maybe work with you or buy your product or buy your service. But if you don't have a proven process to take a lead and take that interest and actually convert it into a client through a proven sales process, you're going to have all these leads, but no sales and sales are what actually pay the bills, right? You have to make sales and bring people on board in order to actually make money. So it's not just about lead generation. It's also about conversions. And so with our clients inside of the remote coach Academy, Academy, we're always making sure that they've got a proven sales process in place. They're very comfortable with selling and present, presenting their online coaching offer first. They've got people saying yes and signing up. They've proven that out. And then if they want to accelerate, like Dave said, then we know that it's actually going to be something that they can um, make work because they can get a lead and they know how to convert that lead. But a lot of people jump into ads thinking all they need is leads, but they don't know actually how to sell their offer correctly. And so they've got loads of leads, but they've not got loads of sales. And so it can be a really costly mistake and cost someone a lot of money if they do it too soon. And um, what about the final one before we get into kind of the next phase of the phase of the class? Yeah, so really we're talking about retention here. And we want to look at if we've got good retention in the business. Because when we invest that money in Facebook ads, if we've got a really good retention, so people are staying, you know, six months, 12 months, that makes our ads way more profitable. Whereas if you've almost I see it as like a revolving door. If you've got clients coming in and just leaving all the time, your ads aren't then going to be super profitable and you're just having to spend more to get more clients and then they keep leaving. So it's almost like a leaky funnel, like everyone's just leaving all the time. So yeah, we want to make sure your retention is high and really making sure that's as high as possible because it's easier to keep clients than it is to go and really find more clients. Absolutely, right? Because when we're running ads, we're running them to a cold audience, people who don't don't know us. And so we're running it to a cold audience. We really want to make the most of that person deciding to work with us. And so when they sign up, if you bring someone up on and they only stay for 30 days, 
you're probably not going to really make much money back on your investment of acquiring that customer because it's probably going to cost you a month of coaching just to acquire them. But if they stay for six or 12 months, then the profitability of your ads is significantly higher because the lifetime value of that customer is higher. And so it's not just about acquiring customers, it's also about retaining customers. And the longer you can retain them, the more profitable your ads are going to be. And then it makes more sense to keep running them and reinvesting profits into sustaining them. Now, we're at a place right now where we run ads successfully for ourselves and other accounts, but we didn't always run them successfully. We made some costly mistakes. So we want to share some of those things with you just so you know that when most people start out, they're going to probably make mistakes because we made plenty of them, but we want to point them out so that you potentially don't make the same ones if you take this on board or you see this live class. So what are some of the costly mistakes that we personally made, Dave, so that anyone listening to this hopefully doesn't make those two? Yeah, so a big one for us was really not testing enough different variations of ads. So when I say variations, I mean like different pieces of copy, different pieces of creative. So that could be images or videos, uh, different headlines that are on your ad and even different styles of campaigns. So, you know, in the early days, we would just put one ad up, one audience up and just hope for the best. Uh, and now we've got a really kind of stringent testing process where we're testing all of these variations to really get uh, feedback from Facebook to see what's going to work with this audience and what's converting and working well. So I think that's a big thing uh, for us, what I've learned, uh, learned the hard way. But yeah, testing more variations and uh, spending a lot more time doing this. Yeah, really important because it would be nice to just put up one image, one bit of text, one audience, and then just sit back and watch the leads roll in. But in reality, there's a lot of testing involved in order to find what works. Um, just like kind of finding the right training plan for someone or the right nutritional plan for someone, you might not get it straight away. You might have to make adjustments to the training plan, the nutrition plan to make it feasible and something that the client can follow. The same with ads, you wanna be testing it to find what makes sense and what works. And that's then gonna show in obviously the acquisition cost of a lead or the acquisition cost of a client. What would be the uh, the second costly mistake that we used to make there? So sometimes when you launch an ad, you've got big hopes, you're excited, you've, you've spent this time kind of crafting the ad and you launch it day one, absolutely nothing. And you're like, well, what's going on here? Why, why is this not working? Like this is this is a great ad. Um, and then day two, and then almost up, like you think, well, this isn't working and you turn it off too quickly. And that, that is a, a huge mistake because as we all know, and probably all heard, there's the Facebook algorithm and Facebook does need time to take all of your principles of your ad and place it in the right area. What it's doing in the background is like placing your ads in different pockets of audiences, spending it at different times and seeing if it's going to work. And that can take time. So what you want to do is make sure when you launch your ad, Yes, review the data, but I would say don't turn it off too quickly because um, that's a mistake we did. Um, we got quite emotional about the ads. We were putting money, we were investing it, and then we would just turn it off when actually we're stopping ourselves from being successful with them because maybe on day three or day four, they would start working. So again, if you first launch your ads, don't turn them off in day one, day two, and at least let them run for five days um, and, and then start to review the results from there because we've seen it where we've launched a campaign They've not worked on day three, day four, but day five, they look great. And then that's when we can start really kind of optimizing them and scaling them. Yeah. What we're actually looking for is like 
leads out the gate. And that's like the perfect scenario. Like we just relaunched some ads, didn't we? About three days ago, was it Tuesday? And um, my Instagram inbox just started blowing up with leads. I said to Dave, there's so many leads coming through, but it doesn't always like go that way. Sometimes we launch an ad and it's like crickets, 24 hours past nothing, 48 hours past nothing, but then it just like clicks and it optimizes and then it gives you a, a ton of weeds or they start trickling through or it just is like a, a bit of a slow starter. Um, but it doesn't mean that it's not a good ad or it's not going to work long term. Sometimes it's great out the gate. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer to optimize. But again, we just make sure we give it enough breathing space to make sure that um, we're giving ourselves the best chance of success and not turning it off too easily. Uh, third point, you've got another one that you want to make before we dive into some other lessons that we've learned. So go for it, Dave. Yeah, and I think this was probably my biggest one, and it's really not tracking the data. Um, and in the early days, I honestly didn't really know what the data was, but over time, I've, I've understood it now. And it's tracking the analytics that Facebook gives you because when you launch an ad, Facebook's going to tell you that story. It's going to tell you whether that ad's good or bad. And if you review that data, um, and like I mentioned earlier, it's I always say this uh, saying, and it's data over emotion. We don't want to be emotional about the ad. You know, we spend all this time launching it and, uh, you know, we, we put our blood, sweat and tears into it. But if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. That's fine. We've got that data then and we can and then try something else. So always tracking the data, reviewing it, trying to understand it and say, okay, well, it's showing me this. So this means this works. So then we can use that to make the ads better, optimize them and uh, obviously make them more profitable for our business. And Dave talks about Facebook ads, but the reason he just says Facebook and not Instagram is because... We don't boost posts on platforms. We use Facebook ads manager, which for those of you who may not know, they also own Instagram. And so you actually build your ads inside of Facebook and you launch them then to Facebook and Instagram. So when you hear Dave just referencing Facebook, it's because like the, the mothership, so to speak, of the ads that we're running on multiple platforms, Instagram and Facebook are run via the, the Facebook platform. Um, just on that point of, of running ads, if you get the temptation to maybe boost a post on Facebook or Instagram, I would typically stay well clear of that because as soon as you start boosting posts on platforms and not actually running correct ads through Facebook ads manager, basically what it's going to do, it's going to tell Instagram that now you're prepared to pay for, for reach on your posts. It's going to tell Facebook that you're prepared to pay for reach on your Facebook posts. And so it's actually going to then start hurting your normal organic reach because Facebook sees you're willing to pay. And so now it's got an incentive to make sure that you pay more by not actually giving you the same maybe organic free exposure that you used to get before. And this is what I've seen happen to a few people and a few accounts who have basically damaged it in, in, in my opinion by boosting posts when actually it's not optimized to actually generate leads and it's kind of just a waste of money and typically you don't get anything from it anyway and then it damages your organic reach so try and stay away from that again there may be someone listening to this and say well Alex I had results before yeah but that's the minority not the majority and we've been running ads for five years and we do not touch boosting posts with any of our clients or any of the ads that we run. And there's a reason for that because it's ineffective. Now, in terms of the biggest lessons that we've learned from generating millions in coaching, because um, we've obviously 
run ads for ourselves, run ads for other people. We have so many different ad case studies and ads that we've run ourselves that we've learned a lot of lessons over the world, uh, over the world, over the, over the years, you know, from five years of, of doing this, we're going on six years of, of running ads. And one of the big lessons that we realized relatively early on, because we, we started to study is that copywriting, the words you use, either the written words or the words that you say in a video, like really do matter. And so you really want to make sure that you are following a good ad example that someone has given you that's proven and the copywriting is good, or you want to be studying and making sure that you're well-versed in copywriting, not just for writing out the, the ads, but also speaking out the ads. So we're running, uh, we're running both text and video ads right now, aren't we, Dave? Correct. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And the video ads, that is still copywriting because I had to think about what I wanted to say in the ad for it to speak to the right people um, entice them or get them interested in what I was saying enough for them to go click on the ad, enter their details so that we could actually turn that into a lead. And so what you say both verbally and written is really important. And you really want to make sure that you're either learning from someone who knows how to write ads or you're studying in some way, how to be a good copywriter and essentially content creator. And that's not just wasted on the ads that then will translate into your social media content as a whole, because you also need to be good with your content, not just the ads. If you obviously want to be successful with ads and with an online business as a whole, what about the next point? Yeah. So I've already touched on this, but I'll keep saying it because it's probably one of the most important parts. Uh, and that is data is king. So again, when you run ads, uh, we get all this feedback from the, the Facebook's ad manager and the analytics, and that can tell us the story. And we could really understand whether that ad's um, going to work or is working. Uh, and we can obviously see our cost per lead, but then that transpires into everything else. So we want to see like how many, how much it's, how many leads are we getting, how much that is costing us. And then also as that transpires through the funnel, you know, how many conversations are we having from that? How many calls are we booking from that? And then how many sales are we booking from that? So, or making, sorry. So again, we've always got to be monitoring this data. I track it pretty religiously for us so that we can see are we profitable. Um, and again, when you run ads, there's no point just launching them and forgetting them. We want to make sure that we're tracking this data, making a note of it. And then also we can review it as well. So what, uh, after running ads for five years, we've got loads of data on our account that, you know, Alex might come to me and say, I want to run this ad. And we're like, well, I ran that last year and here's the performance on it. So do we want to change anything? Do we want to optimize anything on that? So that's really where, yeah, keeping, um, you know, keeping all your data in your Facebook ads manager and reviewing it at a later date is super important as well. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, with a fitness client, right? Say like a fitness client signs up with you and you want to help them lose weight. Now you can kind of just wing it and not track anything. But if you were tracking their body measurements, you were tracking their weight, you were maybe looking at their calories or maybe their alcohol intake, all data points, it's going to give you actually more to work with when it comes to helping that client lose weight. And the same will be true of these ads that you're running, right? If you can see the data, then you can obviously manipulate it and make it work for you. And instead of just making these rash or emotional decisions, the other thing that I always, um, talk about with our clients, where we teach them how to run ads is 
the fortune is actually in the follow-up. So often you'll run an ad, okay, let's say it's on Instagram or Facebook, and this person will show some form of interest. But in reality, they don't really know you, like you, trust you yet. And they may not, not actually be ready to buy. So if you just leave that lead there, then you've spent all this money acquiring it, but they're not quite ready. And so you just assume that they're not a, a potential client. And what we've seen and what we've realized and we've looked at the data is most of these leads that are generated through ads are typically going to buy at some point in the future, not right away, 30, 60, 90 days or more. So when you run these ads, you want to have some form of follow-up process. And the follow-up process can come in many different forms. We do email. There's SMS, depending on the type of ad. There's uh, messenger or DM follow-up. Or there's a content creation strategy designed to follow up by showing more content and nurturing that lead or that audience. And so just running ads alone and just hoping that everyone who just gives you that info is going to sign up is probably not going to lead you to a lot of success. But if you have the right follow-up processes in place, that's when you're going to see a much larger volume of sales and a much higher profitability on your ads. Um, let's hit the next one, Dave. Yeah, so this is a big one as well. So you don't actually have to reinvent the wheel when it comes to ads because you're getting hit with ads all day. So if you scroll through your Facebook or you scroll through your Instagram, you'll see ads on your feed that probably are tailored to you. Um, and this can help you with your ads because, again, I don't think anyone's really uh, invented the like a certain ad. There's so many different ad types out there, so many different campaigns. So you can look at those ads and see whether they could apply to your business. Like, I'm not saying directly copy them. I just want you to take inspiration from them. That's what we do. We take inspiration from ads and then create our own version of it. Um, and that comes from whether it's just the ad or the campaign structure. So you can, what we call funnel hack people, go through that process and see what they're doing to see if that could be a campaign that you could run for your business. And that really can help you in many ways because sometimes when you come to build an ad campaign, it can be, feel quite daunting. There's a lot of different things that all go into creating an ad campaign. But if you've got a structure and you've got something to kind of use as a guide and create your own version, it can really help you get your ad off the, uh, off the ground and launch it and then optimize it from there. Yeah, I think this is why our clients who we teach ads to have had success is because they're following a formula that we've already figured out. So they're not having to reinvent an ad strategy. They're literally just going through our training, learning what, what to do, what steps to take, how to, to, to say things, what creative to use, what audiences to test. So they're, they're following uh, a proven framework that we've already tested. Um, but what I will say is there's only so much you can learn from the outside because, like I said, a lot of the fortune is in the follow-up. So you may see someone's ads and it's a great starting point for an idea but don't overlook the facts that it's what happens after the ad that is the most important thing. Because you can have the best ad in the world, but if you haven't got the right follow-up, the right mechanisms to converting that ad into a sale, then again, it's not going to be highly profitable. And these are all really important things to consider before running ads. And what I'd say for most people is they're not going to be ready to run ads just yet, especially if you're just starting out. Don't get lured in to running ads too quickly because I've seen this be a real um, 
a real setback for a lot of new online uh, health and fitness coaches where they go in, they think, okay, someone's told me I should be running ads or I've seen other people running ads. I'm going to run ads myself. They run ads without all the other stuff that we mentioned first in place. They spend all this money, two, three, four thousand pounds. They're like, this online coaching thing doesn't work. It's not that the online coaching thing doesn't work. It's that you started with something too soon and you tried to run before you could walk. And this is what we see with a lot of business owners is they start with the really complicated high level stuff before doing the simple and basic stuff first. And I would say probably about 80% of our clients inside of RCA do not run ads because you don't have to run ads to build a business. Depends on your your goals. Like we run ads because we have bigger financial goals, right? Where there's only so much we can do um, using the free methods and the organic method. So we need extra leads. They've talked about it being an accelerant to what you've already got in place, but it shouldn't be the starting point for any real business in our opinion. And it's often too complicated anyway for you to begin with when you've also got to figure out the other stuff that you're going to need, like an organic strategy, an office strategy, a sales strategy, a fulfillment um, strategy and, and um, product to, to deliver. You've already got a lot of stuff to worry about, first of all. So then adding complicated ads on top is probably going to create too much complexity. So if you take anything away from this, if you've got very little clients or no clients at all right now, start with the free organic methods and then look to maybe do ads in the future. Some of you will never even need to run ads because you can get them purely organically. We've got a client right now um, who's closing in on about a $90,000 year, no ads. $90,000, okay, no ads. Just using free methods. So it's not like you need it for a lot of the income goals that people have listening to this, but it is an accelerate, uh, accelerant if you do want to use it maybe in the future to scale things up even further. Now, if you've made it this far to the video, through the video, give it a thumbs up, give it a like, let, let us know that you got some value from this. And then if you want like specific help with building your online fitness business, you want to learn how to use your socials correctly, you want to learn how to set up calls, you want to enroll people into your programs, you want to deliver an incredible service and product, and you really want to build an awesome online business, then feel free to reach out to myself um, on social media, or if there's maybe a link below this video, you can also click that and um, enter some details, have a conversation with myself and see if maybe joining us in our program could be a good fit for you to help you with growing your business much faster. So from myself, from Dave, we'll see you guys soon. Enjoy the rest of your day.